so many pieces of health that do not get talked about and they affect acne in a major way. The cystic acne like really, really hit my confidence. I didn't want to leave the house. I packed on theater makeup. It was it was pretty brutal. We trying to get to the root cause of what was going on inside my body because you could tell something was not right. Welcome to Ask the Beauty Advisor, a podcast that answers your health and beauty questions. Hosted by health and beauty advisor, Deanna Lynn. Hey there, welcome back. This is your host, Deanna Lynn, licensed esthetician and certified health coach. Today, we are continuing with our topic, a holistic approach to acne, with guests Danielle Gronage and Kaylee Clark, two very knowledgeable professionals. Now, this is part two. If you haven't yet listened to part one, just go back one episode and you can listen to part one. We'll be right here waiting for you when you're ready for part two. Our guest today represents Clear Stem Skincare. You can find out more about the Clear Stem Skincare as well as all their educational classes and courses by visiting www.clearstemskincare.com. I have posted a link in the show notes where you can click on that link and check out all their products and classes as you are listening to today's episode. So now with that being said, let's go ahead and bring our guests on. Hello, ladies, and I want to welcome you back to Ask the Beauty Advisor. I'm excited to have you here again. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Uh, Danielle, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and also what position do you hold within the company of ClearStem? So I am Danielle Gronich. I am the CEO and formulator of ClearStem Skincare. I'm also the owner um, and operator of San Diego Acne Clinic. So I've got two businesses that are dedicated almost entirely to acne and acne education. Uh, so my background is I am a medical grade esthetician. I only do corrective work. Um, I don't do eyebrows. I don't do threading. I don't do waxing. I don't do anything but hardcore corrective acne facials um, and a lot of education that goes with that. So I uh, have a bit of a biology background from my, my college days. I um, didn't want to go to medical school because I'm not a huge fan of our medical system, especially when it comes to treating acne. So San Diego Acne Clinic is the bridge between a dermatologist and a spa. Um, I have that, I've had that business for about five years now, and about three and a half years ago, Kaylee was one of my patients, and she was a bride-to-be getting ready for her wedding coming up, and her skin was freaking out, so I got to help her with her skin, got to know her really well, and at that time, I was formulating a stem cell serum to help get rid of acne scars, and um, she was there during the formulation um, and all the testing, you know, the, the go back and forth between the lab, and so long story short... Uh, we just realized that this could be a huge thing and we wanted to create a line that was both anti-aging and anti-acne in the clean beauty space, which there isn't another one. Uh, and she and I created this company. So yeah, I'm the luckiest co-founder ever because I have the best partner ever. And acne is very close to both our hearts because we both struggle with it and we both know the toll it can take on your life, your self-esteem and how much time, energy and money people spend trying to fix this stupid condition. Okay, then, Kaylee, tell us a little bit about yourself and your position within the company. Absolutely. So, uh, like Danielle mentioned, um, we met about four years ago, and I was 
dealing with crazy inflamed bright red cystic acne. And my background is actually in holistic nutrition. And so I was seeing everything, every single doctor, specialist, you name it, dermatologist, trying to get to the root cause of what was going on inside my body because you could tell something was not right. And everyone just wanted to be, to told me to take antibiotics, to get on birth control, uh, to take Accutane. And I deep down knew that something was wrong. And that cystic acne like really, really hit my confidence. I didn't want to leave the house. I packed on theater makeup. It was it was pretty brutal. We have before and afters on our website. You can see my skin and it's, it's rough. And so I met, um, it was kind of my last resort. I met Danielle San Diego acne clinic and just fell in love with just all of her information. She brought things to the table that no other doctor, dermatologist, specialist, and I spent months going to every single possible one I could find. She was the first one that brought up different things that are so important to acne, not just health. So different supplements that trigger acne, certain things in your diet, um, topical products, every, you know, even personal care products. And we saw this huge white space in the market for education and products that really fit both. Because as someone, I'm in my late 20s now, but someone in my mid-20s before dealing with this, I wanted to treat my acne, but I also didn't want to have long-term aging effects on my skin. I didn't want to completely destroy my skin barrier and my oil production, which many um, harsh acne products can cause. And so we realized that there's all this education around health, nutrition, gut health, topical products, hormones, as it relates to acne that is not being talked about. No one is educating women on these things. And so Danielle and I totally just geeked out over all things wellness and skin wellness and internal and external. And we decided to build this brand that was going to help women clear their acne, but also age well. And we wanted to bring all of these things that no one talks about, no one knows to the forefront. And so we've built this massive community of women that are taking back control of their health and truly understanding where acne comes from, how it forms, and how they can find out what their triggers are to then cut out those triggers and actually have clear skin moving forward. Beautiful. That is an amazing story. You two have a beautiful partnership and an amazing story. So now the last time you two were on the show, we talked a lot about nutrition and how nutrition really affects the skin. So this time I thought maybe we would talk a little bit more about various acne conditions and maybe even how to treat them topically. How does that sound? Of course. Absolutely. Okay, great. Well, since you mentioned something about gut health, I know in the last episode, we kind of went over gut health and digestion, but let's kind of just review that. Can you briefly tell us a little bit about how gut health or digestion affects the skin? Absolutely. So gut health and digestion are two very different things, which a lot of people don't know. Uh, Digestion is more relating to how you process your food and how that is broken down in the body, absorbed and processed correctly. So digestion as it relates to acne is so important because if your digestive system isn't working properly, it can cause acne because you have different overloads in your body. If you're not breaking down food, if you have excess protein, if you are not um, releasing things through your lymphatic system properly, 
that all goes into what you're eating and the digestive process. And then you have gut health, which a lot of it relates to the good and bad bacteria in your gut. And though it overlaps with nutrition, it is different than digestion. So having good gut, so your, your gut is your second brain, but it's also connected to your skin. It's called the gut brain skin axis and all three are working together. And so when you have an overload of bad bacteria in your gut or some type of gut dysbiosis, that can cause and trigger acne in your body because your body is trying to release all these toxins going on inside. Your gut isn't working properly. And so it's causing this acne. And so as it relates to nutrition, there's so many different things that we talked about in the previous podcast with you that cause gut dysbiosis, cause an imbalance of good and uh, bad gut bacteria, different things like processed foods, high glycemic diet, alcohol, heavy grains, heavy legumes, these different things are causing this imbalance in your gut and then triggering acne. So you have two different processes, the digestive system process and the and your gut as well that can both separately but together contribute to acne. When you are having gut issues, it can lead to a condition called leaky gut syndrome, which of course is a whole nother topic. However, there are a lot of health practitioners out there that claim by taking collagen supplements or drinking bone broth, you can actually heal a leaky gut or even improve your gut health. So my question to you is, all these collagen supplements and bone broth out there, have they, in your opinion, any effect on acne? So as far as gut health, um, I'm not super aware of any like hardcore science that suggests the link between drinking bone broth and repairing gut health. I I'm, see how that might be possible, um, but I'd love to learn more about that specific phenomenon because I, I actually haven't heard that. Uh, but collagen, uh, it is the most abundantly used protein in the body. So when people drink bone broth, for example, I think it is highly nutritious. The thing about collagen and taking collagen supplements, though, is that if you have acne, it can actually backfire on you. So taking collagen peptides, um, especially daily or in like a high amount, what it can do is make your skin hyperproduce even more protein. And that is actually the root cause, uh, like the genetic predisposition of people who are acne, acne prone to begin with. So things that make you increase your skin protein, uh, those generally don't work for acne or if they, do, I mean, if they do, it's going to be like on a really small scale. Um, so, but for, so like to put it in perspective though, it's all about quantity and dosage as with everything, but bone broth, I would, I think it's bone broth is fine to drink. Um, but I wouldn't rely on taking collagen supplements. Um, bone broth, I feel like is really healthy and nutritious in other ways. Um, so I think it's fine. It doesn't have enough collagen to really cause a problem, but I've seen collagen peptides do a little bit more harm than good when it comes to acne. When you say that peptides aren't really good for acne skin, does that include topical applications of a peptide cream or serum? I, no, I definitely just meant that for taking internal collagen peptides. Uh, so topically, peptides, there's various different ones, but a lot of them are for firming. And I think they can be really beneficial for acne, especially if you've got acne scarring. So I like, I really like certain peptides, um, like copper peptides are fantastic. Uh, the pomatoil oil, tetrapeptide, like there's a lot of them that are pretty common out there. And I find them to be very useful in repairing the skin. Okay, then great. Good to know. So now let's talk a little bit about stress acne. Can you tell us what exactly you mean by stress acne? What is stress acne? 
So stress acne, stress acne is pretty much the term that we, it's not like a medical diagnosis. So it's the term which we use to describe acne that is coming or that has gotten worse um, during times of stress. Now there's two different types of stress. There's chronic and acute stress. Almost everyone has some form of chronic stress, whether it's like job, work-life balance, kids, you name it. Um, So that, you know, that's why it's really uh, important to have a healthy, you know, life balance and, you know, do self-care and take care of yourself so that you manage and mitigate the effects of chronic stress on your skin. Um, Then there's acute stress, which is situational. COVID is a perfect example. It's kind of, you know, it's a temporary thing. We know what the trigger event is and there is an end date in sight. A more common, um, not once in a lifetime uh, example of acute stress would be like college students studying for exams, you know, final seasons approaching us. So at the clinic, whenever I feel like I'm in, sc- in college too, because whenever it's final season, I see, I feel it because all my clients are coming in because they're breaking out before studying for a big test. So both cases, cortisol is the hormone that is responsible for this change in acne. Uh, whenever your cortisol is raised, your oil itself becomes thicker and stickier and forms a comedone or a clogged pore much faster. And then also the other thing that happens with elevated cortisol is that your immune system gets weakened by it. So not only are you breaking out more, but your immune system isn't bothering to fight it as well as it could because it's busy managing the physiolo- the other physiological components of that stress. So stress acne, um, it's important for people to to really take time for self-care no matter what the stressor is and to also really, really dial in their eating and their drinking habits, mainly drinking enough water, trying not to overdrink alcohol, especially if you're under drinking water. It's important to say, okay, what other changes have, have occurred because of this stress? Uh, first is, you know, you're eating different foods because you want comfort foods or you're going for sugar because it makes you feel a little bit better and temporarily seems to relieve that stress. So the behavioral changes that accompany stress, acne or stressful situations, those are often uh, just as strong or even stronger triggers than the elevated cortisol itself. So when someone says, I think I'm breaking out because of stress, yes, you're probably right. The first thing you do is say, okay, what has changed? What are my stressors? Write them all down, journal about them, and then say, okay, what am I doing in my behavior that could be different from my normal routine? What are those? You know, am I eating differently? Am I not going to sleep well? Am I drinking more alcohol? Those kinds of things. So then you can really get a whole big picture of what's really going on, and then you know how how and where to tweak things to uh, make the stress acne calm down. So now on the last episode, we talked a lot about genetic acne. When it comes to stress acne, how does it relate to genetic acne? Are they the same thing? Are they different? Well, all acne at its root, um, pretty much all acne at its root has a genetic component. You know, imagine, you know, someone like me, I'm very acneic. It runs in my family really, really hard on both sides. Whereas most people have a parent who battled acne or, you know, they might have it, but their sister doesn't. And maybe you're a skip to generation or whatever. But so it is definitely genetic. Um, so some people can be under enough, they can be under stress all the time, eat like garbage, never wash their face. And they never get acne because they don't have that genetic component that makes them produce the extra skin protein. So genetic, all acne is at some in some part genetic or was made possible by the genetics of the person. Um, that's why, you know, I, you know, I have to do a lot to control my skin. Whereas, you know, a clone of me who does all the same things and uses all the same stuff who doesn't break out, she just doesn't have the gene. So um, yeah, so genetic acne, it's, it should be kept in mind that 
no matter what type of acne you think you have, there are certain things that are going to make it worse and certain things that are going to make it better. The things that will make all acne worse, whether it's, you know, from topical products or from diet or lifestyle or what have you, is you've got to know what's in your products. You have to know if there's pore cloggers in your products. So what you're saying here in a nutshell is that if you do have the acne gene, you're going to have to be more aware or more cautious about what you put on your skin as well as your lifestyle, as opposed to somebody like me who doesn't appear to have the gene. I don't exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So if you if you just don't have the type of skin that breaks out, then you pretty much can get away with whatever you want. You might age a little bit faster. You might have other. You might have eczema. You might have other conditions. It can but- cause digestive issues. Like you know, if you're if you have a lot of unhealthy habits, it can cause other things going on in your body, but it might not cause acne. Exactly. And, and conversely, somebody can be completely healthy with all of their behaviors, uh, but they're still getting acne because of something that's in their products. So that's why we really, really stress information and education. Specifically, the first step is check your product ingredients. And we actually have a huge list on our website so people can go do that. It takes a couple minutes per item and you'd be shocked how many brands out there, especially clean beauty brands that have a ton of pore cloggers. So, you know, it's really important. I like to tell people to go check their ingredients immediately because if you're breaking out and you don't know why, you could you could falsely assume that there's something wrong inside your body and that can be really scary for people. Um, sometimes it can just be something in your products like coconut oil or algae or something that seems harmless, but that's clogging your pores and thus creating breakouts. Yes, and on last week's episode, we did discuss how natural products or organic products aren't really necessarily most of the time great for acne. So if anyone listening hasn't heard last week's episode, you may want to go back and listen to the episode right before this one. There also seems to be a lot of confusion about the difference between organic, natural, vegan, holistic. And I don't really want to get into that on today's episode because we are limited on time, I think because we do have a lot of estheticians listening, that they're really more interested in learning about how to recognize different types of acne and the treatment of different types of acne. So I kind of want to jump into that. As an esthetician, when we do have a new client who comes in who has a case of acne, how would we be able to recognize the difference between, let's say, a hormonal or stress acne versus a cosmetic acne? Great question. Uh, so the intake process that I use at the clinic is very specific, and it covers a bunch of different categories, supplements, diet, what they're having first thing in the morning, how much caffeine they're having, if they're on a certain birth control, if they're on any other medications, like a certain antidepressants, for example, like lithium and Wellbutrin and effects, or some of those can actually increase acne due to their stimulant effect. Um, so we ask all those questions, and we get a whole snapshot of everything um, inside and outside that person's body, and we go through all their products individually to check for pore cloggers, because you can fix everything else with someone, but if there's still pore cloggers in their products, they're never going to get clear. Um, so there is a way to tell, uh, it's, it's kind of my, my intellectual property, if you will, by my whole checklist that I use in the clinic. Um, but yeah, I, it's really important to know all those factors. And it's funny that you asked that because we actually just launched our Ditch Your Acne course. And there is a specific course for estheticians and health, co- health, uh, can't talk, health coach practitioners and like functional medicine practitioners. Basically, anyone who's in the healthcare space, they need to know how to fix acne because 90% of their their patients are going to have it. Um, So we actually created a version of our course that's specifically for other practitioners that shows them how to evaluate 
whether their client is breaking out from hormones, diet, gut health, products, etc. Oh, wow, that course sounds amazing. And again, there is a link in the show notes to the ClearStem website. So if you want to go and check that out right now, you can do that while you're listening to today's episode. So now you're saying that the first thing that an esthetician should do is sit the client down and have a thorough consultation with that client. And I think that's very good information because I don't think a lot of us do that. I think a lot of estheticians skip that because we are in a hurry sometimes and we don't take the time to do that. I find that booking just an appointment just for the consultation first saves me from having to rush through a consultation with a client in order to get to the next client or even allowing just some extra time to speak with that client. I think a lot of estheticians who work in a medical environment that this is just a standard practice. However, a lot of estheticians, including myself, we work or rent space from a salon as many times as I've had a facial done by a solo esthetician I don't recall ever having any of them ever sit me down and give me a consultation or fill out an intake form. It is a really important step that shouldn't be skipped, whether you're treating acne or giving a fluff facial. It's important. People can be on medications that can have a reaction to what you're applying to their face or most commonly an allergic reaction. So besides having a consultation and doing an intake form with a client, Is there really a physical way or a way that you can just look at the skin and kind of tell what's going on? There's definitely patterns. So if if there's, you know, uniform acne, meaning it kind of looks the same or follows the same pattern and it's all over the face in an even amount, that's usually from something that's being put topically all over the face. Those are your lotions, your sunscreens, your moisturizers, et cetera, et cetera. So If it's all over the face in a uniform pattern, it's usually something that's going all over the face. If it's all over the face, but then there's a bit more concentrated on one side, like say it's more concentrated on the right side, that's generally from a hair conditioner. Um, If it's, you know, and then you can confirm that, you know, are there bumps like on the neck and on the upper shoulders? Again, that's going to be from conditioner. So there are definitely certain patterns. Another key pattern that I look for is uh, lymphatic acne, and that is around the perimeter of the face, especially near the ears. Um, and it can also travel down the neck and right down the middle of the face from the nostrils down to the chin. Um, that's you know, the primary lymphatic pathways of the face. So you can tell, uh, like right away, I can tell when someone's eating too many eggs, for example, because it'll clog up that specific area. So in clinic, are you pretty much treating all types of acne with the same procedures? Uh, the facials will be somewhat similar in that I use a certain type, uh, a certain blend of acids, and I'll do various different strengths and different layers depending on the person's sensitivity and whether or not they're okay with peeling. Uh, extractions are very, very important. So finding a good esthetician who's really good at extractions, uh, that can be a game changer in terms of catapulting your progress toward getting clear. Because a lot of the times the the breakouts will sit there and they just won't go away for a really long time. Even if you're using a really good acid to dissolve it, getting a good facial with extractions is going to be key. So everyone who comes to me gets a ton of extractions. And we actually like look at the material that came out of the pore to make sure it matches and looks like what we thought was clogging them up. That's kind of how I, I, a two-step verification, if you will. So um, 
yes, yeah, so everyone's going to get treated with some somewhat of a similar facial. Uh, anyone with ethnic skin who scars easily, I'm going to go a little bit lighter on them with the acids until I know their skin can handle it and I know they're compliant with their sunscreen. As far as the products I put them on at home, it, there's going to be some similarities in terms of the type of exfoliation and how frequently I want them to use it. There just might be some variation with how quickly I phase it in or what strength I put them on. Now, there's various stages of acne, and do you have a way or is there a way? to classify those various stages? I do. I do. Um, there's non-inflamed, which is a like a quantity problem where they're just all over and they're littler bumps and there's just a lot of them. So that's, and they, they don't have to be inflamed. They could even just be flesh colored and not look red at all. They could just be like little flesh colored bumps. Um, so that would be non-inflamed acne. And then there's combination where there's inflamed acne and some of them have become inflamed. And then there's inflamed acne, where most of the acne we're seeing is inflamed, meaning uh, whiteheads, meaning inflammation, redness, swollenness, pain. Pain is usually a good indicator of in inflammation. Um, and then there is cystic acne, which is different and needs to be treated differently. So cystic acne is the kind where there is no visible head and it's not a candidate for extraction. It's just the hard, swollen bumps under. It's the a hard, swollen bump. Yeah, and and those can you know be heavily reduced by ice packing. So I usually always have people ice pack if anything is cystic. You can do it with inflamed acne too. Um, but for example, ice packing would not work on non-inflamed acne because there's no inflammation. The ice pack isn't going to do anything for that. Well, when you're talking about inflamed acne, does that include acne rosacea? It can. Acne rosacea, rosacea is an inflammatory condition anyway. So um, people with acne rosacea will generally have the red cheeks that are characteristic of rosacea, but they'll have papules um, on top of that. And those are almost always inflamed because it's uh, tandem to an inflamed condition on an inflamed part of their face. So for acne rosacea, I, I have found that mandelic acid actually helps with all types of acne. And that's the primary acid that we use in our signature serum, our Clarity um, Acid Serum. So it helps with acne rosacea. It helps with fungal acne. It helps with regular acne. Um, so yeah, I, there's definitely there's definitely more inflammation with rosacea acne, um, which ice packing would also be really good for. Yes. Mandelic acid has proven to be wonderful for various conditions. But you said something about fungal acne, and I wanted to ask you about that. How is fungal acne different from regular acne, and, and how do we recognize it and treat it? Yeah, so fungal acne is more from, it's from fungus that feeds on, or it's an overgrowth of, of can't talk, overgrowth of yeast inside the actual follicle. So it, it can not be from products. It could not have a hard center. It can, it looks a little bit different. It will be like smaller, almost like rash like looking. And it sometimes if you scratch it or try to do an extraction on it, it'll smell kind of funky um, as yeast tends to do. So fungal acne again responds to mandelic acid. If anyone has a strong case of fungal acne, I usually find that it's linked to something off in their system, and that could very much be a gut health type issue, or like a candida overgrowth, or like a SIBO type thing. So I always refer them out to like a functional medicine doctor so they can get lab work done and get to the root cause of that. Does that type of acne, the fungal acne, kind of have a location on the face where it accumulates? I find that a lot of times it's on the forehead. It's usually on the forehead. It can be in little patches. It can be, um, I've seen it be worse on the sleep side before, but generally it'll just be, it'll look more like a rash than it does like acne. 
Yeah, it's generally just little tiny bumps. Right, right. And it's it's not something that you can do like a bunch of extractions on like you normally would a regular. Now, this might seem a bit odd, but a lot of people say by treating that with dandruff shampoo, they can actually get rid of it just by washing their face with a dandruff shampoo. Uh, yeah, a lot of it can. I think what they use in that sh- that shampoo is sometimes they use rosemary, they use like peppermint, they use a lot of different things. There's a I'm drawing a blank on the active ingredient that I found to be really yeah, effective. But the, yeah, the dandruff shampoo, uh, those can work and it works for tinea as well, which is another fun- another yeast condition on the skin. Now, one of the problems that a lot of estheticians tell me that they have with an acne client is getting them to use the home care or purchasing home care. They're coming into the esthetician, they're getting enzymes, peels, whatever treatment they're getting, and they think that's enough. They don't seem to be able to understand the fact that they need to take care of this also at home. So how important is home care? for treating an acne client? Oh, it's extremely important. You know, it's just like you can't do a a few workouts in a week. You can't do three workouts per week and then eat like crap and expect your body to change. It just doesn't work like that. Um, Luckily, I haven't had, I haven't run into the issue where someone doesn't want to buy anything. I mean, they're usually there because they really want solutions. And after we do a thorough product evaluation and I show them the list of ingredients to avoid, the light bulbs will usually start going off and, you know, like say their, their makeup that they started using a couple months ago is loaded with coconut oil. Uh, you know, well, I'll ask them, did you, did you notice an increase in breakouts shortly after starting this? And they'll always be like, yeah, I did. Um, you know, so once people understand what was causing it to begin with, and you can kind of, you know, go over the timeline with them that really, you know, buys credibility and it lets people know that, these are the things affecting them and that you just gave them that knowledge and that, you know, you know how to remedy it as well. So um, we actually talk a lot about that in the course that's meant for estheticians, because um, if you can give someone answers, especially in that first visit, you have their trust. And then of course we always have those clients that think, well, my acne has gone now. It's not going to come back. I no longer have to buy these products or use these products. So can you explain to us how acne works can you explain to us uh, the acne cycle? Sure. So if you get someone clear and they've been, say they've been using everything you recommended and it was all acne safe and it checked out and you did a number of facials on them with extractions and they changed their diet and whatever else they needed to tweak and now they're clear, if they go back to using and doing the same things that got them acne in the first place, that cycle is going to start all over. So within a few weeks, they're going to notice their acne coming back. And this even happens after Accutane. I did Accutane three times and it clears you when you're on it. But for a lot of us, it starts to come back. And so if you don't treat the underlying cause of something, of course, it's going to return. So that, you know, that's something that people need to understand. And um, as far as cycles go, generally, you'll see it start to form. You'll get a few here and there, and then it'll just keep coming. So if somebody gets clear and then they go back to using a makeup that's not acne safe, they're going to start to see acne again. If they go back to doing all the same things they used to do, then their acne is going to look exactly the same in a couple months. So that's one of the reasons it's important to use home care also. Of course. Yeah. So acne is so multifaceted and we take um, everyone through a journey in our course to go through every single possible area of their life. That's an acne trigger, whether it is products, 
gut health, nutrition, digestion, whether it's vitamins or supplements they're taking, um, whether it is hormones, it's an imbalance in estrogen, progesterone, insulin, testosterone, you name it. All of these things can be affecting acne, which is why it's so important. If you are getting facials, there are things that you need to do or clean up in your diet or lifestyle every single day to have clear skin. Like, because if, you know, you switch over all your products and so now you're not having breakouts because of products, but what if you're having a ton of alcohol and caffeine and um, acne triggering supplements, you're still going to have breakouts. You need to dial that in too. And just a word here about hormone imbalances. I want to bring this to our listeners' attention. If you feel your hormones are imbalanced, you may go to a doctor and get a hormone test. But unless those hormones are off to the point where it's at a dangerous level, your doctor will probably tell you your hormones are fine. That is why Western medicine is an epic failure for acne. One of the reasons anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they are, we live in a disease care, not a healthcare system. So they will only, they will only tell you there's a problem unless you're already in the red zone, basically, or unless there's something really wrong. I have had the experience even so recently as last year where I had my hormones checked through, I made an appointment with my naturopath who's very good and hence is a month to get in with. So while I was waiting for her, I happened to get in with my primary care to do labs because I was interested in comparing them. Not only did I not even see a report, um, they didn't even provide that. They just said, oh, all your levels checked out fine. And there was no other information and nor do they go and do secondary testing if they think everything is fine. So, and then like a week and a half later, I got my results from my naturopath and my estrogen was actually super high. It just wasn't in the danger zone, but it was about 30 to 40% higher than what it optimally should have been. And also uh, my digestion was not working. I wasn't breaking down proteins. So that's why I was breaking out a little bit more. So they don't test for that in Western medicine. So everyone's like, oh, I'm not going to go get my labs work or my lab work done. That's a nice start. It's not going to give you a lot of answers, unfortunately. So functional medicine, um, even acupuncturists are able to do blood work. They're able to order labs. So a lot of acupuncturists, will they're a really good resource for people with acne because a lot of naturopaths can be pretty expensive. They have just a lot more training. Um, so an acupuncturist might be like the secret weapon in terms of being in control of your health and knowing how your digestion is doing and how your liver is doing. Liver is another thing that they don't quite test for unless you're currently on Accutane. So if your liver is sluggish, say you're on hormonal birth control and it's messing with your liver or making it sluggish for some reason, they're not going to catch that. And that can be the reason that your lymphatic system is backing up and creating lymphatic acne. So there's so many pieces of health that do not get talked about and they affect acne in a major way. So that's why Western medicine is generally a big fail for acne. And also if you have breakouts, what they do without even testing it for anything, they immediately put you on antibiotics, which is horrible. If you already have a gut problem and you start taking antibiotics, not only is it not the root cause, but it's going to make the underlying condition even worse. So uh, there's just a lot that gets missed um, and or treated improperly at the dermatologist's office. Oh, That's not all of them, but all, most of the time, everyone can relate to just being put on antibiotics and some sort of cream, and that's all. Now, I'd like to get your thoughts on laser treatment. A lot of people think that laser is the answer to their acne problems. Can it actually keep the acne from coming back? It, de it definitely comes back. You should not do a laser treatment if you're actively breaking out. Lasers are for when you have gotten control of the acne situation, and it's primarily for scars. It's not to treat active acne. Right. 
Okay, so let's talk about the home care routine. If I was a person who, I know there's different, everything is specialized for your individual needs, but let's just say generally, what are some of the ingredients that we can look for that can help treat just like a mild case of acne? Yeah, sure. So the root cause of acne is that extra keratin protein, that hyperkeratosis. So it responds very, very well to physical exfoliation um, and an acid exfoliation, actually. So um, our clear kit that we have on our website is meant to be like the backbones and the structure of a good home care regimen in that it has a gentle cleanser. And it has a scrub. It's called Vitamin Scrub. It actually won an award last year. But uh, we formulated it to be gentle enough for daily use um, and to not be drying because a lot of scrubs are too harsh or they're too drying and they're too inflammatory. Ours isn't. So uh, using a scrub for 30 seconds at night is a great starting point for people. And you always want to go kind of gentle. You never want to be rough with your skin, especially when you're exfoliating. So you just almost like you're polishing a car or polishing some china, something like that. So you would do that for at least 30 seconds, probably starting at night. And then use a an acid, a friendly acid serum like uh, the Clarity Acid Serum. Uh, you just put a thin layer of that all over. And what that does is it goes into the pore and it dislodges and dissolves the clog that's in there. So it will dissolve excessive yeast or bacteria or skin protein and all or things from your makeup or your other products that are clogging your pores. It will dissolve all of that, um, and then it just kind of it just goes away. So doing those, adding those two steps of exfoliation are a complete game changer and a quick game changer for anyone who's breaking out with acne. Like you'll see a huge difference if you weren't exfoliating at all and then you incorporate those two things, you'll see a massive difference inside of a week. So when we talk about ingredients, uh, do you recommend benzoyl peroxide, salicylic acid, anything like that? I prefer mandelic acid to salicylic. In my experience, salicylic isn't strong enough to do anything. Um, unless you have a salicylic toner, that can be a nice benefit. And that's really good for cystic acne and inflamed acne. Um, salicylic is usually, you can only get it in a 2% concentration normally. That's an FDA guideline. And 2% of a beta hydroxy acid like salicylic isn't enough if you've got actual real acne. Um, for people that get like the occasional little baby pimple here and there once in a while, that might be enough for them, but not, not for most people in my, in my case. Um, so when I, you know, at San Diego Acne Clinic, people come there because they are battling acne. The only reason I put someone on a salicylic serum instead of a mandelic is if they are seriously compromised in their barrier, meaning they like just got off Accutane or they're on a course of Accutane or they have intense rosacea or they get eczema very easily. Um, so I don't particularly find salicylic to be all that useful, to be honest. Benzoyl peroxide can be great for inflamed acne only, sometimes with cystic, but generally just for inflamed because it kills bacteria. It kills the, the whitehead and like pustules. It's great for that, but I like for people to stop using it as soon as possible because I find it to be toxic, one, and really, really drying and can irritate scar tissue. So I find that benzoyl peroxide has like one thing going for it and like four things going against it. So I generally only have people use it sparingly or just as a spot treatment or just as a mask where they leave it on for 30 minutes and then take it off. That way they're getting the antibacterial benefit, but they're not leaving it on long enough for it to dry and harm their skin. Okay, good to know. Um when you say mandelic acid, do they retail that? I mean, you can't find that in the drugstore, can you? Uh, it's a professional's type thing. You won't find it in a drugstore. It, that's the main ingredient in our Clarity Acid Serum. Okay, good to know. Um, all right, so let's talk about the after effects of an acne. 
like the red marks that are left over. They seem to last forever. Is there anything we can do to speed up the healing of those? Yes, our, our first serum, our signature product that we first started with was meant to get rid of acne scars and hyperpigmentation and the red marks. That's the Cell Renew Serum, and it's a collagen stem cell serum that has anti-inflammatory herbs in it and also some hormone regulating herbs as well. So what you really want to do if you're working on scars is make sure that you're not using hot water to wash your face like ever because it re-injures that delicate tissue that's trying to heal. So if you're thinking about it, if you're going in the shower and you're letting hot water hit your face and like leaving it there, some people just stand under it with their hitting their face. I know because I used to do that too. Um, what it does is it re-injures the scar tissue every single day. Your skin will not heal in those circumstances. It's, it's just not possible. So step one, don't make it worse with hot water. Number two, make sh damn sure you have a really good sunscreen that has zinc or titanium in it. Because again, it's not just vulnerable skin, it's really sensitive skin too. So chemical sunscreens on scar tissue are not, they're not ideal. Is it better than not wearing sunscreen? Sure. But is it going to irritate the skin also? Yeah. So a zinc sunscreen is fantastic and it's anti-inflammatory because zinc is great at calming inflammation. That's what diaper creams may have. So if you put that on scar tissue, not only will it calm it down, but it will protect it from the sun, which is vital. Um, and then the Cell Renew, the collagen stem cell serum, it was specifically designed to get rid of acne scars. And I have seen clients use benzoyl peroxide as a spot treatment, and then that spot will actually turn black. Yeah, that's part of the reason I don't like benzoyl peroxide. If you dry the skin out, it has zero defense against the sun, and it will accumulate UV damage extremely quickly, and it will darken that yeah. is often a dark spot. Yeah, and I see it a lot on ethnic skin. Yep, that's why I don't, anyone who has ethnic skin, if they need benzoyl peroxide, I make sure they only do it as a mask. They are not leaving it on. Um, yeah. on, right. on, that, on that note, I feel like it's important to let people know that ethnic skin, um, especially if you're able to tan, it has to do with the spectrum of your skin. Uh, so if you can go, say you're say you are Taiwanese, for example, and you can be super, super light, or you can get really, really dark after one day outside, that means you scar very easily. And that means you're probably not a candidate for laser unless they're a true specialist and have worked with Asian skin before. Um, but it just means you need to be really careful with how harsh the things that you're doing to your skin are. So people with um, ethnic skin, I strongly, strongly caution against using aggressive lasers because it can go wrong very, very quickly. And those dark spots are extremely hard to get rid of. Oh my God, yes. Because we can't see it as much, sometimes we don't realize how sensitive an ethnic skin can be. Very, very sensitive, yep. Okay, then. Uh, let's say somebody with maybe mild to, well, medium acne were to go to your site today. They wanted to buy some products, but they were only wanting to get maybe three products what would you recommend? What three products would you recommend if somebody was only interested in purchasing three products? Definitely. That would be our power trio. Um, that would be the vitamin scrub, the daily polishing scrub, and then it would be our two serums. So it would be the Clarity Acid Serum that dissolves blackheads and kills bacteria, and then it would also include the stem cell serum called Cell Renew. So that, like, if you have those three things in your arsenal, your skin's going to look very, very different. 
very, very quickly. Now you want to make sure though, that while you're there, you're checking the other ingredients that are in your skin and hair care and makeup items against the list of pore cloggers that we've provided. If you spend five minutes doing that, it's going to save you thousands of dollars and so much frustration in the end. And that is when you really find out what was breaking you up to begin with. It might only be your moisturizer. And then you're like, great, I'll throw that out, get a different one. And then your skin is a night and day difference. But if you're, you just get a couple of items, but then your makeup and your hair conditioner and your sunscreen all have pore cloggers, you'll get better, but it's not going to get where you want to go. So in order to avoid people kind of chasing their tail, as I call it, check all your ingredients against the list that we provided and then get the power trio or the clear kit. Um, and you know, use that. You can take the skin quiz to get your, your detailed instructions, but using those three things are going to make a huge difference for people. Great. So now before we give out your web address or let people know where they can find you, I have one more question for you. Of course. What makes ClearStim so different from any of the other acne treatments out there? We are wildly different. So most lines will have... They'll have some products for acne and some products for aging and some products for everyday skin. Clear Stem is wildly different because Clear Stem is not only clean beauty, meaning there's no hormone disruptors, no toxins, no parabens, no endocrine disruptors that are going to mess with your system. So there's none of that, but it's also professional grade products that treat both acne and aging. And we do that because we are very careful and specific with our formulas and that they deliver just the right amount of exfoliation to get rid of and the right type of exfoliation to combat acne, but also the same type and intensity of exfoliation to stimulate collagen. So if you don't have acne at all, but you want to age well and use really good products with insanely effective actives, ClearStem is going to be amazing for you. If you just have melasma, for example, and you also just want something that works for that, the line works for that also. If you're treating acne and you are just fed up with trying to search for things and trying to piece together a regimen, our line is seriously a godsend. And it does, it's, it's not like a proactive where it's just going to burn your skin and then stop working. It truly does get ahead of the acne cycle because it addresses all the things that contribute to it. And one of the reasons why we are so passionate about not only our products, but our brand as a whole is we have these amazing products that help you get clear, but also age really well. But what makes us extremely different even past that is our education, because we understand that acne is so multifaceted and we have the information to back it up and to truly get people clear beyond products and with nutrition and gut health and digestion and hormones and you name it. And so we're not only getting people clear with products, but we're helping them stay clear throughout their lifetime by learning all these different things and taking back control of their skin health. Yeah. One of our favorite things to do on the education front is to do live webinars Um, so people can literally do Q and A's. They come on and we'll have different topics for the webinars. Like we did one on stress and hormonal acne, right? When COVID lockdown started and we are doing another one on, we've done ones on diet, supplements, everything. So people can really listen to something and get like six or seven key takeaways that they can implement right away. And that is the thing that you need if you're fighting a condition as complex as acne. So we really pride ourselves on the, on the educational piece. Wow, you've got all your bases covered. That sounds wonderful. So now, where are we going to be able to find you? 
Yeah, you can head to clearstemskincare.com for all of our products and to learn more about our course. And come find us on Instagram because that is when we're where we are putting out so much knowledge, both Instagram and our skincare learning center on our website. But our Instagram is Clearstem Skincare. Great. So now I want to thank you girls so much for coming on. You're so knowledgeable. We love having you here today. You've given us so much information. Uh, thank, thank you. you it's good to be us. back and thanks for having us. We're so yeah. glad your audience is getting value. That makes us so incredibly happy. Well, then much luck and success to you. Take care of yourselves. We'll talk soon. Thank you again. All right. You Bye. too. Bye. Bye. 